News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR on News Talk. The Nationalist parties in the North did not attend talks in Belfast with the British Foreign Secretary James Cleverly yesterday. Uh, the walkouts uh, occurred after Sinn Féin leader Mary Lou Macdonald was excluded from those talks. Mary Lou Macdonald, Sinn Féin President, joins us now. What is your take on what happened yesterday, Mary Lou? Well, Shane, it wasn't so much that there was a walkout. <clears throat> it is uh, that the British government, extraordinarily, bizarrely, really, uh, having called a meeting of party leaders, decided that I, the leader of Sinn Féin, could not attend the meeting. And I have to say to you, Shane, just to give this context, I, I couldn't count for you the number of times, the number of meetings that I have been in with the other party leaders, with secretaries of states, with British prime ministers over many, many years. So this was really, really uh, bizarre. They, they seemed to cite later in the day some concern around protocol, that because I'm elected in Dublin, that they couldn't meet with me until they met with the Minister for Foreign Affairs. But as the Irish government has made very, very clear there, are, there were no protocol uh, concerns whatsoever. So not alone was their decision bizarre. It's also very unsettling because we're now in a very, very important period of time. There has been some small but significant uh, progress in respect of these issues around the protocol. We have an important window to work together to make progress, crucially to get the executive and government in the North back up and running. And this is a time where we need maximum engagement, maximum cooperation, not this kind of petulant nonsense and divisiveness that played out yesterday. So it was bizarre. What, what it was, was clearly it? unacceptable, but it was, it was also very disturbing. What was that? What lay at the bottom of it? Was it kind of... Uh, um Ignorance? Was it a lack of understanding? Was it deliberate? I, I, I thought it was quite pointed, James Cleverly saying yesterday that uh, I'll be meeting Irish, Irish politicians in the, new fu- in the near future when I go to Ireland. I know. So this was uh, even more of this kind of bizarre carry on. I think Mr. Cleverly needs a geography lesson, a history lesson and a political grind fairly uh, quickly to make a statement like that We're clear- when clearly standing in Ireland. Um, I, I, I don't believe that they have a sufficient understanding or care for the need for uh, respect, the, the need for inclusivity, the recognition of the fact that the Belfast where Mr. Cleverly was is chock-a-block with Irish people um, and that uh, in the course of the discussions to make real progress, um, we all know irrespective of our political stripe, that we only achieve when we achieve together. And it it, it is furthermore very, very uh, cheeky, to say the least, for any Tory government to tell any Irish political party uh, who should lead them, who should not, or who should attend any delegation in a meeting with them. So it was very unfortunate, Shane. I mean, I travelled for that meeting because I know, perhaps above all other issues, Those of us in leadership 25 years on now from the making of peace have an absolute obligation to ensure its stability. People in the North need, deserve, want, eight months on from the election government. Um, And I take my responsibilities very seriously in that regard in pulling our weight as Sinn Féin, working with others constructively, including the Tories, which at times is extremely challenging, I have to tell you. So for all of this to unfold yesterday was 
bizarre, absolutely unnecessary and achieved ultimately nothing except to say to one section of the population that the British Tories are still not at a point where they can respect political mandates, respect the fact that uh, the, the unionist viewpoint is a viewpoint, a legitimate one, but only one and now not the majority one in the North. And therefore, you need to talk to everybody, engage people and work constructively because we have to get these matters sorted out. OK, uh, just just briefly, um, uh, because I know you're under uh, time pressure. Um, are, are you still optimistic about a breakthrough on the protocol? I am. I, I have been. I have known all along, Shane, that there is there is an answer to this conundrum. I mean, the, the DUP's ongoing boycott of government in the North is reprehensible. It's damaging. It's, it's frustrating and, and frightening, frankly, for people in the North who need government, who need leadership for business in the North, for the community sector and, and so on. There have always been answers to the questions around the protocol and um, what has been missing has been a good faith engagement from the British side. They've been insisting on unilateral actions and so on. And my concern arising from yesterday is that perhaps that is still the instinct of the British government. So that needs to be corrected for immediately. I've written to the Prime Minister, to Mr Sunak, who had agreed before Christmas that we would meet. Um, I, I now want to meet with him. Um, and I, I think all of us uh, in good faith, and this has been our experience certainly from a Dublin point of view, from an Irish point of view, all of us know that the answer to these problems is uh, not excluding or ignoring or disrespecting each other, but rather meeting each other halfway and working together. So I am up for that. We are ready for that. Can this be solved? Absolutely. Yes, it can. And as far as we in Sinn Féin, and I as the leader of Sinn Féin am concerned, this will be sorted out. Okay, two quick things before I let you go, uh, Mary Lou. We were speaking to the Irish Times journalist and author Ronan McGreevy earlier on the show uh, in relation to historical matter. He believes uh, the Taoiseach Leo Varadkar should apologise for the execution without trial of Rory O'Connor, Lee Mellows, Richard Barrett and Joan McKelvey during the Civil War. Do you agree? Do you think Leo Vladkar should apologise for those? Do you have a view on that? Uh, well, I well I do. I have a I have a very strong view on on that period uh, in in politics and in in our political history. I I, I think first of all there has to be a, a full conversation and recognition of what actually happened at that time, because of course the names that you mentioned are just one of uh, dozens and dozens uh, of people who were executed at the time. And I think yes, the Irish state. And all of us collectively have to address and and face up to what happened there, because all of those that were uh, executed still have family, kith and kin living in this country and and many of them living uh, abroad uh, to this day. Mm. So I think that's an important matter. On the issue of an individual apology for those executions, uh, I think that is merited. But I think there needs to be a wider conversation around the institutions of the state addressing, recognising that this happened. Uh, And I say that not in a spirit of acrimony. I should state that a a relative of mine was one of the one of those executed in the Curra camp uh, in uh, December uh, Mm. a a century ago. So uh, I know at first hand what all of this meant for the families, 
for generations after that happened. So I'm not saying this in a spirit of recrimination or finger pointing or blame because it's history. But but I do think that we it, it needs to be addressed and addressed constructively. Okay, very finally uh, and briefly, as you, it's it's a complex issue, a complex issue. But as, as briefly as you can, Leo Varadkar warning: there may not be room for all uh, refugees uh, in Ireland. Your your reaction to that warning from the Taoiseach? Well, look, um, uh, the the Taoiseach, uh, I, I think, correctly uh, made some some commentary on this matter yesterday in respect to protests and so on. But but I have to say uh, that the government aren't commentators or onlookers or bystanders standers in all of this. They have made an absolute mess over successive governments of direct provision, a disgraceful system, our, our asylum system itself, which is too slow, um, which leaves people in limbo for years. And we have running alongside that a housing crisis, which is causing real pain, real distress to real people living in communities who uh, many of which have been stripped of resources and public service provision and so on. They have had to deal with 70,000 people coming from Ukraine. Can I tell you, uh, Shane, we had problems with direct provision problems with the, our asylum system long before the war in Ukraine happened. And I happen to believe that Irish people are fundamentally decent, understand when people are f- fleeing war that they have to get refuge, that those seeking international protection need to be treated with respect. And above all else, the failures of this government and previous governments lie at the feet of those governments, none of whom are refugees or asylum okay. seekers, all of whom are Irish people and have made a mess of this and stirred up huge anxiety Ma- now within Ma- community. Mary Lou McDonald, Sinn Fein President, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air. Weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.